Welcome to episode 183 of Explode Your Expert Business Show, brought to you by gtex.org.uk. I'm your host, Simone Vincenzi, the expert strategist, and this is the podcast for experts who want to become the ultimate authority in their niche while making an impact in the world. And today, I have the pleasure to interview Noah Light on how to create partnerships with the top 1% of the industry. But before you go, I want to tell you that uh, about our retreat in Thailand. We have uh, created a 100K Experience Mastermind in Thailand in January 2019. It's uh, the best place where you can uh, relax, have a great time, create memories while growing your business. We're going to help you expand your brand, uh, grow your audience organically and with paid advertising. We're going to help you scale up your business, uh, your operation, give you the best software tools and systems, uh, and also teach you how to sell in a scalable way. It can be through webinars, seminars, uh, and or hiring uh, salespeople like uh, we have done uh, in our company. Uh, we are partnering up with the uh, one and only this is Lava Dobreva, the branding queen. She's going to be there too. So you can find the, cli- the link in the show notes. Make sure you click the link so you can uh, learn more about our Under K Mastermind experience in Thailand, which is going to change your business forever. Now, uh, let's go and get back to, to, the, to the show. Uh, Noha uh, is, the, is best known for his ability to source deals at below market value prices. So Noah has been very successful in the property field. And over the last 25 years, he went from being a political refugee to building a real estate asset management fund and is now actively investing in numerous countries like Thailand, Croatia, South Africa, Estonia, UK, and Spain, uh, where he is a managing partner of uh, Rieta Equities. And uh, through his career, Noah has been subject to trials and tribulation that so many investors experience. But on top of the investment and property investment deals that he does, then he also collaborates with the titans of this industry. And he was able to get book deals, to go to the seminar and speak alongside with the top 1% of the industry. You know, the biggest names like Les Brown, like Brian Tracy, he's always around them. And uh, I met Noah at uh, the Freedom X Fest, where I was speaking at. And the Freedom X Fest is an incredible festival all around uh, remote living and uh, remote working. So how does it work if you want to work and live wherever you want in the world? Incredible festival. I invite you to check it out at Freedom X Fest. And uh, I met him there. I was speaking there and Noah was uh, one of the speakers in the seven-figure panel that, uh, that they did. And I was blown away about what he shared. And I said, well, I got to have him on the show. I need to have him on the podcast. And in fact, in this episode, we talk about uh, how to create book deals with top authorities. We talk about how to network and get them to notice you. And also how to leverage the exposure that you get when you partner with a titan of your industry. You can read the full transcript of the interview, get the bonus resources at www.gtex.org.uk 
forward slash 183. And also you can connect with Noah. I highly recommend you to connect with him. Now, this episode was recorded uh, basically in a, in a remote village in, in Spain throughout the festival. And while we were recording this episode, uh, <laughs> it started raining like crazy. So halfway throughout the interview, you might hear some rain in the background. That's uh, uh, <laughs> what happened. It was a very strong rain um, that happened while we were doing the interview. But the information that you're going to receive are mind-blowing. So make sure you listen until the end. Uh, again, if you want to make a presentation, make six-figure presentation, become awesome at selling from the stage without compromising your integrity, then uh, I've created the ultimate selling from the stage checklist. There is a, a link in the show notes. Make sure you get it because I believe that selling from the stage, selling from webinars, selling from seminars, is your ticket to financial freedom. It is indeed. Um, it made a huge difference in my life. It made a huge difference in my business. Just finished uh, last weekend uh, a three-day workshop. We made uh, about 130 grand with 10 people in the room. And uh, the ability to do, being able to do this consistently not only allows you to work with amazing people that are invested in their success, but also allows you to scale your business and as well, serve more people because uh, now we have uh, amazing people that we can work with and we can help. So it's a win-win in every situation. So make sure you get the checklist, the ultimate selling from the state checklist here in the show notes. Without further ado, it's time for me to let you listen to the interview because I'm, I can hear you saying, like, Simone, shut up right now. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll shut up. I'll go. <laughs> now, let's welcome Noah Light on how to create partnerships with the top 1% of the industry. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to a brand new episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Today, I'm here with the one and only Noah Light. How are you doing, Noah? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for inviting me. Okay, so we are here at uh, the Freedom X Festival as part of the Visibility Hub. That's where we meet. We, we are meeting right now. It's a beautiful location. We are just here overlooking the mountains uh, in a, a private hub. It's fantastic and it's the best setting for this interview. I couldn't hope for a better for a better setting. So we're going to talk today about uh, connecting with uh, authorities in your industry and collaborate, uh, writing books with them. But I'm talking about uh, the monster of your industries, as Noah said before, the dinosaur of your industries. And this is a, a great topic, so make sure you listen until the end. Now, before we get into that, uh, Noah, can you please uh, talk us about um, why did you get into it? Like, what made you start writing books with... Uh, Brian Tracy and <laughs> all these people. So um, the industry where I am in, which is like business and, and investing, um, is an industry where you meet in a lot of places amazing people. And if you've been doing it for such a long time, like I've did it for now almost 20 years, you once you achieve a certain point in your life, you want just to give back. You want to help other people uh, to not make the same mistake and to give them a shortcut 
uh, even I don't believe in shortcuts, but at least to not make unnecessary mistakes. And books for me are kind of my mentors, has always been my mentors, uh, because usually the writers are high qualified people in a, in a very tiny uh, uh, problem. And because when I went to a lot of events and, and gave a lot of speeches and, and courses, uh, some of these people, uh, I got acquainted and became friends with them, and that's how uh, we, we started uh, writing books together. Um, the thing is, once I started to write books, I saw actually the massive impact it had on my audience, on my clients, on my business partners, uh, and that's why I discovered that actually every person, every authority can do the same and, and steal this gold market and use it to empower their audience and their clients and themselves. So, what was uh, the first? Uh, what was the first book you wrote? What were, do you remember the title and uh, what was it about? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, the first book I wrote was uh, uh, is with uh, Brian Tracy. Uh, the, th the funny thing is that when I'm originally from Baghdad, from Iraq, and when we arrived in Netherlands, we were political refugees. And I remember I was in the refugee camp and all the books were in English and I didn't read or speak any English, but I did, uh, I could read French and there was one book in French and it was Eat That Frog from Brian Tracy in the library of the refugee camp. And I read that book and the I was hooked since 12 years old into the self-development uh, industry and s through him, I read uh, Richard Bandler, Anthony Robbins, and everything that has to do around self-development. And 20 years later, I met him uh, through a mutual friend, and we I told him the story, and he just, yeah, we, we became friends, and we decided to write uh, together a book. And the book is about, so what I do is, is, uh, is crisis investing, so I buy assets, distressed assets in, in countries uh, with, uh, with problems, with challenges, let's say, uh, most of them, I buy them from banks. And uh, you, ha you need to have a certain mental uh, quality, a temperament that you can uh, manage under stress and under uh, a crisis environment. So, and because Brian is uh, the perfect uh, mentor, has been at least for me, in, in how to manage your mindset, we wrote a book about uh, how to have the certain mindsets to by uh, distress assets. And usually when people don't like a certain area, that's where the m most money is. The less sexy, the better it is for your ROI. You mentioned uh, that uh, you were in a refugee camp at 12 when, uh, um, uh, when you got your, we read the first book at the time. How did you end up in a refugee camp there? So my parents were uh, uh, against the regime in Iraq back then, against Saddam Hussein. And uh, my parents were very active in the political uh, uh, camp. And um, that's why they had to flew from, uh, flee from uh, Iraq, from Baghdad. And we ended up uh, in the Netherlands, in Rotterdam. How did experience influence you in becoming the man you are today? Well, that's, that's very funny that you asked that. I had a very interesting uh, conversation with my team uh, last week about that. And 
when I, I think for me, it was the one of the most beautiful and learning experiences to live in a refugee camp. Because you always think that your problem is a huge problem until you meet people who have been uh, mentally, physically, sexually abused, uh, uh, people from all around the world, from Ethiopia to Syria to Africa to South America. And then you think, what the heck am I complaining about? And if you discover this when you are 12, it had a huge impact on me. And, and since then, I decided whatever problem I have, I don't have tomorrow to think about where I'm going to sleep and what I'm going to eat. Like almost two-thirds of the world today, every day they have a kind of, of, a, of a basic problem. Um, so that it had affected me in such a way that every problem now I get, I don't see that problem. I, I see it as a learning experience. I see it as a feedback from the universe that next time uh, I do certain things in a different way. And I think life is about a huge adventure, learning adventure. So that that's how it. I reframe it in my mindset. And I would like to invite your uh, your uh, listener, your audience, to to explore that part uh, within themselves. That's fascinating. Um, you know, sometimes uh, but I've been interviewing a lot of incredible people like yourself, uh, and uh, is uh, how we interpret some experiences that we had in our life that then uh, uh, made it makes uh, makes them see if it's uh, a positive or a negative, uh, or a drama and a tragedy or an opportunity at the same time. Like Jim Rohn said, the, the, the father of all the gurus, uh, he said, uh, uh, it's not the experience that matter, it's the meaning that you give to the experience. Uh, people sometimes take me as crazy because uh, I was happy I made myself homeless sometimes and people don't understand it. And I say, what do you mean you made yourself homeless? And that was the best experience of your life? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but you can understand what I mean. And everyone here is listening, uh, uh, as Noah suggested, explore that in, within yourself. I, I want to, before we go into the, uh, the the topic of writing books and collaborating with the, the, the top 1% of every industry, I have one more question. We are here at this uh, Freedom X Fest in Spain. Uh, and uh, yesterday, we I was walking uh, uh, close to the bar area and it was some salsa music. Now, there was one person that was busting these moves, and I'm like, man, that's good. And that was you. And you told me that uh, you learned salsa dancing in a very short period of time. And I can say, you're good. You're damn good. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, that uh, actually, I used to have a friend, and she was she's one of my best friends. And uh, for five years, she's number one salsa dancer in, in Netherlands. And for five years, she asked me, uh, come, I'll teach you salsa. You love it. I said, no, 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 I hate salsa. I don't like the music. I have two left feet. And then one day she uh, told me, she shared dreams with me. And she said, my dream is to dance one day salsa with you. So I felt actually pretty an asshole to, to, to ignore for five years that, that dream of her. So I came back. To, that was in Thailand. Uh, and when, when we came back to Netherlands uh, on the 7th of January, I started to... to uh, uh, take three hours of lesson uh, every day for nine months. And then uh, on her birthday, uh, on 29th of September, 
uh, nine months later, I called Melissa Fernandez, which back then was the number one salsa dancer uh, in the world. And uh, I told her, look, I want to uh, give a show to my friend with you. And she loved the idea. I paid her ticket. She came. We trained for two weeks. And uh, I gave a, a show uh, on her birthday. And it was an amazing experience in front of 300 people. Uh, uh, the thing that I learned the most, and I always say in my courses and, and trainings, I give this as an analogy for the power of immersion. Uh, whenever someone asks me, okay, you speak so many languages. How, how, how can I also learn uh, a new language and, and how long will it take me or how long will it take me to become millionaire or, or financially independent I always answer how long do you want it that it takes you uh, most people take salsa lessons once a week now if you do it three hours a day after one month you have a three year experience of that other guy that have one hour lesson a week and you can use that with anything if you want to be a public speaker if you want to be a coach, instead of coaching one, two clients uh, per week, take one, two paying clients and the rest go to universities, goes to, go to people who need it and just give it for free until you're so amazing that people cannot ignore you anymore. That's my uh, 50 cents on the power of immersion. Such a powerful learning. Uh, and uh, that comes with saying that if you want to become the best at something, you got to put the work in. That's it. There is no other way. The more work you put into something, the more of the right work, as we described, the more of the right work you put into something, the better you become. I know you want to say something. You're there like dying at the microphone back. <laughs> no, I, I want to add, uh, I think it's, it's indeed very true. It's how much are you willing to put uh, sweat in it. But that there, there is also uh, a shortcut in that sweat. You see, it's unnecessary to make unnecessary mistakes. And one of the way that gives you a shortcut is to get a mentor. Not a coach, not a consultant, but a mentor. Someone who is there where you want to be. Someone who had the walk and uh, did the path that you are walking now. And what I do, I always have some mentors in, in my life, in, in, in health, in, in mindset, in business, in investing. But I also have a peer group, a peer group that support me that's kind of the same level where we give each other cues, where we give each other, we open our network and, and our ideas to each other. And I also have a group of people that I mentor. And these three type of people, uh, you, you know what they say, you learn the most when you teach. So by helping others to grow, by being in a circle of people that are the same level as you, and by having mentors, these three types of uh, elevators will help you much faster to go where you want to go. Now, let's talk about uh, becoming an authority in your field uh, by collaborating with the top 1% of the influencers that there are in the market. Uh, the question, the first question that I have about this is, uh, a lot of people think it is impossible. I, someone say, well, I would never be able to approach Brian Tracy and say, who am I for them to say yes? So let's uh, start exploring about how easy or difficult it is to approach them and then we can move on into how to approach them and uh, what other things do we need to be aware not to make some very silly and expensive mistakes. <laughs> it seems to be the theme of today. How can we avoid people to make mistakes that could be avoidable? But 
before let's start with uh, is it easy is it difficult tell us your experience so so when you say mistakes like for me actually not writing a book uh, as early as possible in your professional life is also a mistake e- even if it's not considered to be a mistake so it's mostly about not maximizing your own potential and how to achieve that potential obviously uh, we live today in a world of uh, social uh, acceptance and social structure so by having that social authority in your own field you raise your authority and and clients and uh, uh, partners will be much more open to work with you and to collaborate with you and one door will lead to another so how to get to uh, the 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 1% one uh, promil dinosaurs in your industry it's mostly to inventorize who they are uh, approach them be in the same events they are and create a win-win situation and win-win offer that will uh, help them achieve what they want and that is the most important part what they want comes usually from why they want it so my role usually is to find out why they are doing what they're doing why are they writing books why are they giving talks and and giving seminars and congresses and 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 by understanding their why i fulfill their why by writing an offer that match their why that has been uh, a very successful formula by writing or by finding these people uh, and collaborating with them and creating that win-win situation obviously a lot of people don't have the time and the energy and the team to find out what uh, what makes them tick what is interesting for them to do and then you can outsource this part to to uh, agencies or to to a company like ours or so that, that's that's something that that uh, it depends how much energy and time do you, do you want to invest to find out who these people are and what they want so some people might say well but they have everything like <laughs> what can i provide which can add value to them uh, there are thousands of people that might approach them and uh, anything they want they got so much money so much fame so much rep- so much reputation that they could have it so what little old me even if i find what they want would be able to provide well that's very true that a lot of people uh, have that mentality and with a lot of people uh, it's going to be very hard but you don't need 10 persons in your uh, field or in your niche to write a book with you need only one person or two persons and then from there you can build so plus the dinosaurs the people that have achieved financial uh, mental and, and a lot of success in their life once they achieve a certain age their goal in life is just to give back and if they see a young person who is serious who is successful and who is go getter most people wants to help that person and if they can make money out of it and touch and influence even more people than they already do it's it's a almost a no brainer and obviously you have to search and and find out what exactly are they looking for that's such a good advice that's such a brilliant advice um uh i was able to do some uh, great events with uh, 
uh, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, with uh, Les Brown uh, uh, did a preview for Tony Robbins uh, and uh, and at the time I had these thoughts at the beginning who am I to be able to approach these people or who am I to be able to approach these organizations but I remember that I never let those thoughts, even if they were there, affect me. And most of the time, it was just the first introduction or saying, hey, I love your work. I know you have this going on. How can I help you? And, you know, there is something that helped me out when a speaker in particular, they might have tours in different countries. What do they need is more people in the room. That's the, If you want to approach a big influencer in your niche... And they're running an event in your local area. What they need is more people in the room. If you approach them and say, I do whatever I can. I cannot make any promise. If you have a big list already, awesome. If you approach them and say, I cannot make any promise, but I would love to help you out because I love to connect with you and see you're already part of the team. They're not going to turn you down because you're helping them already in what they need the most. Now, Someone wants to create, uh, uh, and right now you might hear a bit of uh, rain in the background. Uh, so we had a, a day which was sunny, rainy, sunny, rainy, sunny, rainy. Um, so if someone wants to create uh, this kind of book deals, and now one needs to approach them and they say that they are interested in, what kind of things uh, uh, do they need to be aware of? What kind of contrast do we put in place? From your experience, what do these people want so then we can have an edge when we approach them? So, first of all, they want to make sure that you have a kind of authority already in your niche. They don't want that you are uh, just starting. Um, that's number one. Number two is they would love uh, that you already have a following that you already have uh, some kind of uh, influence and uh, some niche where you are working in. Uh, another thing, obviously, is the monetization part. They, they would like to be paid for their time and for the energy and spread their, uh, their work. And, and you're going to have to write a book uh, with them, but usually they write a small part of it and you'll have to do most work of it, the publishing, the editing, the proofreading. Uh, so it's, it's, it's not something that's going to be done in two, three months. You'll have to take a whole year for it before you finish the book. And uh, is it better, in your opinion, uh, to have, uh, to also give this opportunity to other people? Because I've seen this model in use with uh, with uh, with other influencers where they will have they will be the the owners of the project so let's say i want to write uh, a book with brian tracy i will contact brian tracy brian tracy agrees uh, they, i will pay brian tracy's fee for writing the book but now is it worth it and i want to hear your opinion is it better to just keep it between me and brian tracy or is it also worth it ex given this opportunity to other people and other authors they want to be part of it and then share the charges or make money in that way what are your thoughts around it so i definitely believe in the growing by giving principle and the more you help other people the more uh, your life will be much easier there is actually uh, a book 
that is one kind of one of my Bibles, uh, written, written by uh, Keith uh, Ferrazzi. Uh, it's called Never Eat Alone. I would advise anyone to, to read that book just to understand the, the abundance mentality and how you can help uh, other people look good. That's what you actually do. You help them look good in their industry, look good to their clients, to their employees, uh, to their partners. And by doing that, they'll be eternally uh, grateful for that opportunity. So yes, I share this opportunity with anyone that I think has the power, the knowledge, and, and uh, the authority to write a book with a, with a dinosaur like Brian Tracy or, or, or uh, Kevin Harrington. Or, uh, so yeah, definitely share it with other people. I would love to know a bit more about uh, also your experience uh, with, uh, when approaching this kind of deals. What mistakes have you made that you wish, uh, that knowing what you know now, you could avoid, you could have avoided at that time when you did your first deal uh, with one of these dinosaurs? The first thing that comes up into my mind is taking too long before taking action. Uh, thinking that you're not good enough yet or that you need to... Uh, have a bigger number of turnover or a bigger number of clients or a bigger number of followers before actually taking action and approaching uh, the experts or the gurus. That, uh, that was my biggest mistake. I, I should have done this like 10 years ago. So uh, I, and if anyone uh, can fast track uh, this action, I would uh, love to help them. And if someone wants to work with you, uh, what is the process? Because I know you have an agency where you facilitate those kind of deals as well. So can you give an outline of uh, if someone now is thinking, well, I would love to do it, but I don't have the connection. I don't have the right people in my network or the right resources. What is the kind of work that you put in place uh, to help them out? So first we identify in which niche they are, who are their clients, uh, who is their public, and from there we will identify which writers will match their profile. And then we'll approach their, the, the writer and, and introduce uh, the, the client uh, if it fits that writer. Uh, that's usually in a nutshell how we do it. Uh, they will have like a book that is written by them and the writer and the guru with their picture on the cover of the book uh, and they can send that to partners, to clients, uh, to potential uh, clients. And the beauty of it is that you really see a huge change between before and after. People will take you way more serious when they see, hey, you've wrote, written a book with a dinosaur. So I think that's something that, uh, that's a big takeaway that once you have that authority, you only need one client to make the, it, the ROI worth it for you. And that's something that uh, uh, people can contact me on our website or on my email, and uh, we can take it from there. And if someone is saying, well, but how much money <laughs> like, do I need to account for this? Is it going to be super expensive? I mean, uh, it, it what's the reality? Is this super expensive? Is this uh, cheap? Uh, uh, is it affordable? 
what is uh, and of course uh, having the awareness that uh, money is always relative what's expensive for someone can be peanuts for someone else so that's the assumption but if you if you have to give uh, an idea to people say this is uh, how much you need to consider because of the wise your way of budget and for some people it might be oh just that <laughs> So budget-wise, you have to think uh, between 15 to 25,000 euro. Depends on the writer, depends how many uh, books you want to be printed so you can send to your clients and partners. Uh, it depends on some variables, but you have to think between these two outlines. That's brilliant. Which, uh, if you guys, uh, and this is the thing, this uh, project is not for someone who is starting out. Uh, I personally would not recommend if someone is completely starting out and you don't have a backend in your business that can sustain uh, uh, this investment as well. Uh, and in particular, not to say, but in particular, monetize it. Because uh, it's about, uh, can you make uh, your return back? And if you don't have a business already, you're starting out, put the basics of your business first in place. But if you already have a business and you know that the extra exposure, your greater credibility can give you a client that can pay you 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000. As Noah said, you might just need one good client from that exposure and that credibility that you get to make your money back. So if you know what you're doing, this is an incredible opportunity for you to not only get extra reach, but also to... Um, create that very powerful brand that is needed to attract a certain kind of clients. Because some kind of clients, we don't even look at you if you haven't gotten this kind of partnerships. So it's up to you and to your up-leveling. Now, I want to go into the, um, the last part of the interview, which is called Lifting the Veil. And that's uh, where we share something that uh, you do or you use on a daily or weekly basis that uh, everyone should be aware of. What is that for you, Noah? So I have uh, um, two things that I think every entrepreneur and every authority uh, figure uh, have to do to be more successful in their field. Number one, I read a lot of books. Uh, I think at least 50, 60 books a year. Uh, and sometimes these information... The highlights of information, I love to write, read them in Kindle. I, I used to not like digital reading, I like the physical book. But since I discovered that actually I can send all the highlights to an Evernote automatically through an app called clippings.io, uh, and at the end of the month I reread my summaries in Evernote, and after six months I read them again. And the beauty of rereading them twice is that it goes from short-term memory to, it moves to long-term memory. And because I read so many books, I, uh, I, I, like I'm addicted to that app. I could not live without uh, this app. Uh, so it's called Clippings. Another uh, takeaway that I would like to give to the audience is get from the start of your career, invest energy in as much as possible in a very good right hand. An assistant, uh, an executive assistant that will help you focus on your business to work on your business instead of in your business. And uh, that is something that I would definitely advise any entrepreneur to spend more time 
finding the right person. Like how Mind Valley uh, uh, does it, you know, uh, hire slow and uh, fire fast. So the hiring slow, I, I spend a lot of time to finding the right person. Yeah, such uh, two great tips uh, uh, for those of you book junkies uh, <laughs> out there. Definitely, you will love uh, clippings, uh, and I uh, couldn't agree more about having the right, uh, right hand person uh, and uh, the right people in your team because they will make uh, they will make your life easier, and uh, you can be focused on the work that you should be doing instead of answering every email that comes into your inbox. <laughs> Uh, no, it's been such a great interview. Uh, if people want to uh, reach out to you, get get in touch with you, work with you, where is the best place? They can uh, reach out to me on uh, my website, noahlaith.com, uh, or they can send me an email at uh, noah at uh, noahlaith.com, which I'm sure we're going to put uh, on uh, on your website. And um, yeah, from there, we can take it to the next step. Brilliant. Uh, so the links are in the show notes and uh, also the email is in the show notes. Make sure that you reach out to Noah uh, in particular if you want to create uh, this kind of book deals that can change your business uh, literally. Uh, I can say in this case overnight. I can say this kind of things can change your business overnight because I. that's what happened when uh, I had just events with Les Brown, uh, with uh, with Gary Vee, and uh, and so on, and that literally, the people, the way that people were seeing me and approaching me, was different. And that's just an event with a book together that is there for the rest of your life to show. If you have the right backend in your business, that's the thing that can put all the work that you've done in the past years to build your business where it is right now, literally to the next level. So make sure you reach, you get in touch with Noah. Uh, Noah, thank you very much. Great interview. Thank you very much for having me. Now, in this uh, under this rainy day that uh, we are having here, it's time to wrap up this incredible interview. So, if you haven't subscribed yet, click that sexy, juicy subscribe button that is calling you right now. Yes, and tap. Beautiful. Well done. Thank you very much for subscribing to the show and leave us a review. Of course, five star. And let us know what did you enjoy the most about this episode. Up until next time, have a fantastic day. And remember that together we grow exponentially. Bye for now.